The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Hello and welcome to our show. I'm Dr. Drayvon James and this is the Dr. Drayvon James Everyday Peace Show. Well, I am super excited to be here with you today because we are going to do something that we always do on this show and that is explore the concept of living a life of peace every day. Peace defined as wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. Wow. I like to encourage people just to take a deep breath and slow exhale just on that. The definition of peace. Imagine you right now in the midst of whatever appears to be going on in your life, experiencing peace. Oh, complete. Nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. That is possible. And on this program, we focus on women helping women so that we bring this knowledge back to our communities, to our families, and to the world at large. We bring the guests and topics that highlight opportunities for us to learn and to grow. And if you're new to our tribe, well, let me be the first to welcome you to the world of everyday peacemakers. You can learn more about me and the work that we're doing here by visiting drdravonjames.com. And that's where you'll find words of wisdom, encouragement, contact information. You'll find a free gifts and free opportunities to take advantage of. You'll find information on our uh, Leaders in High Heels, which is our 12-week coaching program, group coaching for women, guaranteed, guaranteed to have you experience a quantum leap in your life. It's Leaders in High Heels. So uh, contact me on that on our website at drdravonjames.com so you can find out how you can be part of our next group. So I'm super excited for today's guest. Her name is Debbie Specter Weissman, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about her. I absolutely love her. Um, she's been on my show before. I've been on her show before. And I think when you hear today's topic, you are going to be in love. I mean, this topic, I'm going to tell you the topic before I tell you about her. This is using dreams to change your life. That's it. Go get people, call them, text them, tell them, turn on, listen to the show right now. Using dreams, your dreams, your dreams. I'm talking about nighttime dreams. You can use those dreams to change your life. And Debbie, Debbie Spector Weissman is here to tell us about that. She's using the, using the proven power of dream work to reveal unvoiced confidence has been the multi-year study of Debbie Spector-Weissman. She is committed to helping others find their voice through her private The Dream Coach programs and her best-selling books. Her acclaimed podcast, Dream Power Radio, has reached 
thousands, where she instructs on how to understand and use dreams for greater self-awareness and finding those hidden answers to unsolved problems. Wow. Debbie, I want to welcome you to the show. Uh, welcome you to, welcome to Everyday uh, Peace. I'm so happy you're here today. Oh, I'm so excited to be here because we're talking about our, my favorite topic, dreams. Yes. And who doesn't, you know, um, have a dream? I don't care if you're not the kind of person who dreams often, but if you had one, you remember it and you're scratching your head and you're wondering, well, what did that mean? Now, I'm a person who uh, I typically do dream and I and I and I've talked to you before. So some of the things that you're going to say today, I'm doing and I'm, I'm excited to hear more tips on how we can use dreams to improve our life. And before we get started in the meat of this, I want to ask this question because I always think about it after we finish our time together. But how did you get started in doing this type of work, helping people to decipher their dreams, to uncover hidden treasures in their life? Well, not surprisingly, it was a dream (laughs) that got me to where I am now. Uh, It started, I had, oh, maybe starting about 20, 25 years ago, just realized that my life wasn't really going the way I wanted it to go. So I just started this year, this, this years of exploration, looking at all kinds of different things. Uh, it was inspired by the movie, What the Bleep Do We Know, which was a movie that my husband and I worked on from the movie side of it, not really knowing anything about what it was talking about, which is all about empowerment and how you have, you can make choices in your life. Uh, up to that point, I didn't know that I could do that. So that was a revelation. But it got me on this journey. And along the way, I met a dream worker, uh, Kelly Sullivan Walden, who was a brilliant dream worker, and started taking her, uh, started doing dream circles with her, and then started taking her program on learning more about dreams. Uh, not necessarily to be a coach, just because I wanted to learn more about it, but all along, since I started this, I was taking more account of my dreams, writing a dream journal, writing them down, and working with them to just discover a little bit more about myself I hadn't realized. Well, one night I had the dream, which I call the dream that changed my life. The thing about this dream was it wasn't a big, long thing. It wasn't this, you know, went on for hours. It wasn't even an image. It was one word. But the word was so crazy that I took notice. I said, what is what is this? The word was codpiece. And I said, this is strange. Why am I dreaming about codpiece? And you know, it's one of these words that you think you know, but you're not sure. So the first thing I did was I looked it up. And it turns out that codpiece was a garment made of either leather, sometimes metal, that men in the Middle Ages wore to protect their genitals. And in a more modern sense, it, it got a revival in the 80s when uh, hard, uh, hard rockers like Ozzy Osbourne would wear a codpiece as part of their costume. <laughs> yeah. So that's that was it. But so it was like the one thing you always ask when you have a dream is what when you're thinking about a symbol and not quite knowing what it is, what does this symbol mean to me? Well, what does a codpiece mean to me? And I was baffled at first because... Uh, I was I love history. I wasn't that interested in medieval history per se. So I don't know why I was drawn to that. Uh 
I like music, but I wasn't particularly into heavy metal music. So uh, I had to think and really dig down what does a cod piece mean to me. And it took a little while, but then I started to realize, well, what is a cod piece, you know, in general? It is something hard that is used to protect something that is very precious, because, of course, a man's genitals is the most precious thing they have. So how does that relate to me? And it got me, that was like the aha, that light bulb came on. And I said, up to that point, I was very, very shy, very quiet. I didn't speak up unless people spoke to me. I didn't give my opinions unless people asked me for my, so I didn't volunteer much about my life. And so I realized that the cod piece was that big, heavy thing that was protecting something precious, which was me, from the rest of the world. And because I was in this search for, you know, self-discovery, I realized I'm not going to get anywhere until I step out of the cod piece or remove the cod piece. And that revelation really changed my life. I realized there was, again, going back to that whole, what the bleep lesson of, you know, you can choose what you do. I realized, well, I can choose to step out of the copies. I could choose not to be so quiet. I could choose to speak up. And doing that, for one thing, it made me so convinced that dreams are powerful that I finished this course and became a certified life coach because I thought if a dream could have this powerful effect on me, I have to be able to share it with other people and, and hope I can help other people realize how powerful dreams can be and what you can do with them. So that's the short answer. I love that answer because I hear so much in there and that um, you use this dream um, to help you, 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 you bought into it, right? Because it's something that was happening to you for coming from within you. So, and I view dreams as being some, some foretelling about my life situation in some way or another. So I'm fascinated by that. And I'm certainly grateful that you wrote down that dream. I had never heard the term cod piece before. So thank you for that. It would have just stopped me, uh, but uh, I would have thought it was a oh, ten word maybe. There's a postscript I want to add. So a couple of days later, I had another dream. And again, it wasn't one of these big dreams again. It was just one word. But this time the word was almond. And when I realized that, I just burst out laughing. Because what is an almond? It is something with a shell that is holding something precious, which is, you know, the almond nut. But I was laughing because the almond shell isn't as strong as the cod piece. So I said, this was confirmation. I was on the right track and I had to continue down that path. Yeah, because you were, you were releasing the, the, the bondage or the shield that was in front of you. I get it. I so get it. And I'm grateful that you did. Did you follow through on that? Because it's so important. I think, um, yeah, to, to move forward on these dreams. And of course, today we're talking to Debbie Specter Weissman and using dreams to change your life is our topic. Now you can find more about, we're going to be talking today in our time period, but if you visit her newly revamped website, which is thedreamcoach.net, 
you can find out more about her. And of course, uh, as she mentioned, or I may have mentioned in her bio, that she has her own podcast called Dream Power Radio. So we're highly encouraging that if you want to learn more about her, um, if you want to find out some of her books, listen to uh, her talks on dreams, please visit the website. Everything you need to know is there. So let's, we all know what a dream is. We've all had a dream. Before we talk about dreams, I want to ask this question. Is it popped in my head today? What about people who daydream? Are daydreams, do they have the same impact on being able to be used to change our life as other dreams that we have when we are maybe in deep sleep? Or I don't know if we have them in deep sleep. I don't want to say that, but the dreams that we have when we're asleep, are, are they to be dealt with differently than the daydreams that we have? Uh, daydreams are beautiful and no they are very much the same uh you know, while we dream we're in a different brainwave from the brainwave that we have you know when we're in the waking state you know right now we're, we're in the beta state and uh when we daydream we don't quite go as deep as we do when we're in REM sleep but we do leave that beta state so daydreams are a wonderful way to let go of you know your 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 conscious feeling and uh just as an anecdotal thing uh thomas edison got many of his ideas for inventions while daydreaming yeah yeah so um that that's great to know because i know there are people who say well i don't i don't sleep well at night and so i'm not dreaming at night but they will admit that they do daydream they do drift off sometimes during the day into a world where um they're in a more relaxed state of mind i'm sorry and, and I, I, when you talk always i feel like i have to have a pen and paper in my hands because i'm always learning something but i know you said um so the rim sleep is when we're dreaming but the beta oh, awareness is that what we're operating in now we're in beta now we're in beta now and REM is not the only part of of sleep where we dream in fact many of very powerful dreams that people have come at the very beginning of sleep and the very end of sleep so it it's a different stage and there's even been some studies to say that when we're in the deepest you know, stage of sleep, we also dream because for a while it was thought that we don't dream that we only dream in REM, but they're learning so much about, you know, the scientific aspect of dreams all the time. We're always learning something else. I mean, you know, I guess 30 years ago, right. 40 years ago, nobody knew what REM was. It's so we're right. always mm -hmm. learning about that. But, but the ancients knew the power of dream work well before science was involved. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And that when you say the ancients too, I know my ancestors were just coming and pop me on the shoulder for saying this, but I grew up in a household where my grandmother, I can remember my grandmother and my great grandmother sitting over tea or coffee in the morning and talking about what they dreamt about last night, right? And saying, oh, well, you know, that means this and this means that. So you're right. It, it used to be a thing. And if, um, I think people, relied on it a lot more so than we do today and that could be just our knowledge base so how can dreams help us to make the internal shift to a life that we love could you imagine that just loving your life just loving your life no matter what's going on in the external world and the fact that dreams could help us do that so how can we use dreams to get there 
Okay. Well, first, I'm going to start. I, I say this so much, it seems like a mantra to me, but I believe it so wholeheartedly. Uh, there's a very prominent dream worker of the late 20th century, early 21st century, Jeremy Taylor. And he said that all dreams reflect our inner creativity and our ability to face and solve life's problems. And I just think that sums it up better than I can say it. I'll give credit to the person who said it first. Uh, when we dream, like I said, we leave our conscious state. And right now in our conscious state, we're sitting, two of us are sitting here talking, but at the same time, there are all these little thoughts going on in the back of our heads. We're probably not paying attention to it too much now because we're actively talking, but throughout the day, you'll have thoughts come into your head, just pop in, pop out, something you may even be vaguely aware of. That 75% of those thoughts are negative. And we don't realize how much they are driving us in our everyday behavior. When we dream or at nighttime, that part of our brain shuts off and the part of our brain where we dream opens up and our visual cortex also opens up, which is why we can see dreams when, we, when we're sleeping. And when we're in that state of our subconscious, all those thoughts that are going on, they don't exist. We're only in our pure self, our pure thoughts, our pure concept of who we are. And because we are by nature full of love, when we're in that state, we are receptive to getting the messages from our soul that we are craving to hear. And sometimes they will give us messages that will give us answers to problems. If we have a specific problem, sometimes they're there just to validate something in our life, to, to remind us that everything's okay, to remind us that there are aspects of ourselves that are okay. Sometimes it's there, it, whatever it is. I mean, everybody's dream is different. Everybody's circumstance is different. But the general feeling for all is that dreams carry so many important messages for us if we take the time to listen to them. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's, it's there. And I love something that you just said. I don't want our listening audience to miss this. Um, I'm going to paraphrase it. I'm sure it's our natural state is love. Absolutely. Isn't now, I know if you're watching others' behavior, and I dare say our own behavior, we would not necessarily believe that all the time, seeing how we are prone to worry and to argue and to be malcontented. But the reason I'm guessing, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, when you said that, I had to jot it down because I love it. Um, I believe that the reason that we feel so unsettled sometimes is that we're acting outside of our natural state we're acting well, yeah. worry is not natural for us our natural state is love you know, you know so um arguing and, and complaining and these things aren't natural and it's why it takes such a toll on the body absolutely right yeah because when we're born when we're little babies we don't hate we don't have worry we don't have anxiety we're not out to get people you know, except except to cry to say we're hungry and we want something like that. But but we're not we're not malicious. You know, we're 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 loving you. We we smile at our parents. You know, we're there to to exude love. But then as we get older, life happens, and we're given so many messages that chip away at that state to the point where we realize that well, yeah, we all love. You know, we can all say that we have love in our hearts, but there's so many other things that have 
that compete with that love. That so many distractions. You're right. Yeah. But I like that statement. So, you know, it kind of reminds me of maybe dreaming, helping us to get, or daydreaming, as we said, to get back to our normal state, which is a state of love. Isn't that wonderful? So, um, well, thank you for that explanation. Now, how can, how do we access our dreams? How do we do that? And you said earlier, you mentioned about um, writing your dreams down. I remember you were on the show before and I talked with you privately and I now do that. But let's talk about first how to access our dreams and then why is it so important that we write those dreams down? So how do we access these dreams that we're having? Okay, well, the first thing is to be aware of a couple of facts. One is that we all dream because so many people say, oh, I I can't remember my dreams because I don't dream, but we all dream. We all dream between six to nine dreams a night, depending on our sleep cycle. Well, depending on how we sleep. Uh, uh, Many of the dreams that we have, I like to say that dreams, one of the functions of dreams is to be our mental filing cabinet. You know, they kind of sort out, you know, what's happened the day before so that when we wake up in the morning, we're not filled with everything that happened the day before. And that's all with our mind. We can't go forward. So it helps us go forward. So, you know, we don't have to remember those dreams. Uh, but in order to remember our dreams, so you have to remember, A, that we do dream. The other thing is that dreams are important. Because if you don't believe dreams are important, you're not going, you're, you're not, telling your brain that they're important. And if you're not telling your brain they're not important, you won't remember them. They'll just happen and you won't know about it. Uh, but one example of even if you're not actively trying to remember your dreams, how many times have you gone to bed angry and woken up feeling wonderful and refreshed? Well, most likely you had a dream in which whatever was causing that anger to, to manifest got sorted out and resolved. So that's why you woke up refreshed. So you didn't have to remember the dream to do that. But when you do remember your dreams, you can be so much more specific uh, because you can, you know, either a, take a spontaneous dream and analyze it and see what it has to tell you. Or when you in the practice of remembering your dreams on a more regular basis, you can do what's called dream incubation. And that's where right before you go to sleep, you meditate on something that you want your dream to give you, some answer your dream, you know, want to give you. And of course, that's going to be different for everybody. But let's say, for example, you're in a job and you're not happy with it. And maybe you want to know, should I quit this job? And you know, your conscious mind is going to give you one answer, but your dreaming mind is going to give you the answer it doesn't have all that bias in it. So if you're doing dream incubation, you can, like I said, meditate on it right before you journal about it, before you go to bed. You know, why do I want to know the answer to this? What am I going to do about it? What can I gain from it? Just a little bit. You have to do a lot, but just enough so that your brain is getting that message that this is what you want to dream about. And then write down one sentence of what you want to dream. The sentence could be, I want to know, Tell uh, dream, tell me if it is in my best interest to quit my job. 
write it down. And then what I like to do is I like to put it under my pillow when I do that. Uh, some people have a little box that they put next to their bed and they put it in the box, sort of like a treasure chest for your dream. And right before you go to bed, when you're lying down, you're closing your eyes, you're just getting ready to go to sleep. Repeat that question several times because that, again, prompts your brain to think about it and you go to sleep. Now, I will be honest and say you may not get the answer that night. doesn't always happen that night. But if you do it the next night and then night after that, you will get that answer in your dream. So that's one way we can do it. I am, I'm here like my mouth is wide open practically as, as I'm thinking that here we are in a dream state. And I think most people think dreams are sort of, sort of haphazard, like they just happen. And of course, sometimes if you go to bed really stressed about something, you'll dream about that activity. But here you are telling us a way to be, um, to take command over the dream, to, to put a suggestion out there and that our brain or our body, however this works within ourselves, absorbs that question and then goes to work on resolution and uh, putting it in our minds through a dream so that we can then take it into our physical world and make whatever adjustments are necessary. And this is all uh, drawing back to um, making an internal shift to a life that we love by getting the answers and the solutions to the things that are troubling us. So this um, this incubation um, sounds like a wonderful, wonderful thing to do. How often can you do this in a week? Well, you can do it every night if you're a really super active dreamer. Uh, I will give you an example of what happened to me because this actually directly relates to you, Trayvon. Uh, I'm going to peel back the curtain a little and say that I interviewed you for my podcast a couple of weeks ago, and we talked about happiness, and I got off of that call with you, and I was just feeling on top of the world. I was super charged, full of happiness. Then I go upstairs, and I run right into a crisis that my husband is having about a project that he's working on that I was also involved in, and to make it worse, it was a project with a lot of emotion attached to it. And I realized that one of the ways that I could be of service to helping see if I could get a resolution to it was to write an email to the person who was causing the problem. Um, and it wasn't going to be an email that was going to happen that night, but I knew I would have to do it. And over dinner, I'm kind of thinking, how am I going to what am I going to write? You know, I know how to write something, but I wasn't sure about the right words, the right attitude to take and everything. So I incubated a dream. And I would say, to be honest, I didn't have the answer that night, but the next day I took a nap. And I woke up from that nap with the words, the attitude, everything to write down. I first thing I did, I, so I, I jumped up and I wrote it all down. <laughs> And uh, the situation is still ongoing, so I don't have a resolution. But when it comes time to send that email, that those are the words I'm going to use because it, I think it will resolve the situation. So that's an example of the power of dreams because I would I could not think of that consciously in my conscious mind. Wow, I'm just I I, I know this works. Um, 
I mean, you've been doing this forever. You've you've provided some wonderful insight. And again, um, for those of you who may have joined us a little bit late, our guest today is Debbie Specter Weissman. She is uh, talking with us today about using dreams to change your life. And she has done this for thousands of people. Her podcast is um, available for us to listen to, to learn from, to go and purchase her books that are out there on the topic. And it is the Dream Power Radio. Her website, which is newly revamped and, and gorgeous and very informative, is the dreamcoach.net. So we're encouraging you today, if you if you want to use a resource that is readily available to you, which is your dreams, right, personalized for you in your moment of rest, um, you have dreams that come to you. And did you know that you can use those dreams to make an internal shift to the life that you love and and um, Debbie has just spent some time talking to us about how to uh, how to do dream incubation to help you solve problems. I think that is just so amazing because I know right now under the sound of our voices, there are people right now who say, you know, I got so many problems and you can go to work on those problems by using dream incubation. I I can think of nothing better, right? This is, you're going to go to bed eventually at some point. Why not dream of the solution to whatever's bothering you? So now how can dreams help us to rediscover our confidence and, um, yeah, you know, just have to build up that confidence. I say rediscover, but I do know there are people who said, you know, I've never been confident. So if you've never been confident, that's fine. Uh, this most likely can still work for you. And Debbie will tell us that. <laughs> well, actually, we were all born confident. You know, go back to that baby I talked about earlier. Yeah, I love it. Uh, you know, I, I don't suppose you remember what you were like when you were like nine, 10 months old, but. Uh, when you start crawling and starting to learn how to walk, uh, you got up, you, you took some steps, you fell down. What did you do? You probably laughed because it was fun. It was it was an exciting adventure. And this was wonderful. Because, but you got up again, even though my hurt to fall, you got up again because you had the confidence that you were going to figure it out and you're going to do it. The same thing happened when you're a little bit older and learning how to feed yourself. You know, you grab the the grab the spoon from your mother's hand and you dip it into that oatmeal and you probably got half of it on your face and maybe some of it got into your mouth. But you kept at it. You kept at it because you knew you were going to do it. You had that inner confidence. And then again, life happens. Life starts throwing things at us, you know, giving us all of those self-limiting beliefs that hold us down and keep us from really maximizing our power. Well, when we dream, again, we could do this with dream incubation or just tell yourself tonight, I want to have a dream that's going to show me where I am lacking or, uh, you know, phrase it in, in the way that works for you. Again, the thing is, it's not so much that I tell you what to do. It's I'm giving you the guidance on the general guideline, but you use your words that fit your situation. Uh, to deal with whatever problem mm-hmm. you're having. And so two things will happen. You can either find that or discover through your dream uh, a limiting belief that you have, you know, through the what happens in the dream. It, it gives you some understanding about that. Or just learning how to 
figure out what your dreams mean is also a way to give you confidence of this is something I can really understand my mind better and I can work with myself better because now I know myself better and it's it feeds upon each other. The more dreams you have, the more you get to know yourself better and the more you know yourself better, the more you feel better about yourself and the more you feel better about yourself, the more confident you are. And when you put all that into action, that's what breeds confidence. Oh, and, and as you were talking, the one word that kept coming up in my mind was self-awareness. Your dreams are kind of the key to your self-awareness, being a, more aware about you, right? And so, and I know we're almost out of time, but I would be remiss. I told people that I was having you on the show and a, a question came to me, which I thought, wow, I'll bring that up on the show. And that question was in a dream that has this multifaceted a lot of things are going on how do you know what the focus should have been in the dream like a lot of things are happening in this dream you you know you jot it down you have that but how do you know where your focus should be on what particular part okay well this is something i was taught so i'm not going to take the credit for it but what you do is you ask yourself if my dream were a movie what would the title be and one of these things where, where you don't and you do this, don't think about it. It's like snap thing. First thing that comes into your mind, what would the title be? And then say, what would the subtitle be? And when you look at that, you'll see that that will correlate to a certain part of the dream. So that means look at that part of the dream first. That will be the most important part of the dream for you. The part that's going to give you, uh, you know, the insight you want right away. And then once you've done that, then you can go back and look at the rest of the dream and see how it goes but that's that's the way to start when you have one of these dreams that goes on forever right and it helps you to focus what would the title be it helps you sort of focus and to hone in well thank you so much for that i know that um those who are seeking that answer to that will be um eternally grateful because there's a lot of buzz out here about uh, in the world about how to live the life that you love and here's something that's already within us already been genetically engineered to your particular life you know so it's something that i think is great it's not cookie cutter it's uh individualized and um yeah it's just a matter of us learning it's another tool dreams are another tool for us to use to navigate life how about that Absolutely. And, right, another two words So, so tell us again about the revamp website and what we're going to see when we go there. What's the address of the new okay. website? It is the dreamcoach.net. It's important. It's net. And uh, if you want to get in touch with me, my email is debbie at the dreamcoach.net. Uh, I've got all kinds of information about dream work, uh, why it's important to dream, some of the tools, there's a little uh, infographic on how to remember your dreams. And there's one about confidence. And there's one about uh, what I love to call the dream date, which is something you do in your conscious mind. Uh, there are links to my books. There's a blog. There's uh, media. There's all kinds of stuff. Links to the website. And uh, I mean, I mean, well, pardon me, links to the podcast, Dream Power Radio. And coming soon... It will be my revamped YouTube channel. I have a YouTube channel now, but I'm I'm fixing it up and it will be launching in the next couple of months. Oh, wonderful. Now, so are you still providing um, coaching? Can people still call you with Absolutely. their dreams? And 
Absolutely. If you go it's away, so important for our away. audience to know. Right. If you go to the website, there's a little tab called coaching. Look at that. And they'll tell you all about my services. And uh, I always give a, a complimentary, I call dream discovery call. So if anybody is on the fence and thinking, I don't know if I want this or not, you know, I'll be glad to talk to you and, and help you see if uh, dream coaching is for you. Yeah. I think that's so important because uh, we have, I'll say it again, all these tools, probably there is uh, inside of us, when you're talking, what I see is like, you know, we are creating our own pathway to success. We just don't, we're not able to decipher it without a lot, some coaching and some help on how to get there. So that is great that you're offering that. And um, your podcast, again, is Dream Power Radio, where your where audience can follow you and, and what's going on in the world of dreams. I am super excited that you've joined us today. I'm Dr. Drayvon James, and this is Everyday Peace. And if you are looking for a place to grow and learn and to just grow into your own power, of leadership. Oftentimes when I talk about leadership, people think I'm only talking about your job and how to become get to the next promotion in your job. And while we definitely cover that because that's a part of our life's journey for many of us, but becoming a leader of you is the first and most important role that you'll have as a leader. Becoming very self-aware of who you are, what lights your life up, how what's important to you and how to get there, the rediscovery of you. I encourage you, join us for the very next 12-week group coaching session of Leaders in High Heels. You'll be so glad that you did. I promise you, you'll walk away with a quantum leap in your life on your way to uh, getting to the, the, the success that you want out of life. So, visit my website at drdravonjames.com and you're going to find lots of information there but you're going to find information about our leaders in high heels and we would love to have you as part of that program until next time i'm dr Drayvon james this is everyday peace and i absolutely love you intuition is our spiritual gps and the single best tool that we have for navigating our lives i'm victoria shaw And on my Intuitive Connection podcast, I will share with you the ways to connect with your intuition and awaken the gifts of your soul. In each episode, I'll draw on my own intuitive gifts and my training as an Ivy League trained counselor and psychologist to help support you in reaching your highest potential. Start listening now on Mind, Body, Spirit FM podcast network or wherever you find your podcasts.